Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad that you are here to join with me today on a Friday. Yes, it's September 4th, 2020, and I'm ready for a weekend. (laughs) It hasn't been too overly bad of a week. Uh, I'm finally getting, I think, hopefully today, going to get all caught up on my notes and then be able to uh, dig into uh, some emails that have been neglected on some projects and requests. But uh, otherwise, uh, it, the week has been good. Yesterday I was actually in the clinic, and, uh, <coughs> pardon me, uh, and uh, we had a, uh, uh, a big meeting of everybody in our uh, behavioral health program, and we do that over... Uh, what is it? It's, I was going to say Zoom. It's not Zoom. It's Microsoft Teams. And that worked pretty well. So uh, it was fun. It was fun seeing people. You know, one of the neat things about Teams, <laughs> they've got a real cool feature. So some of you may have found this if, you know, if in your work or, or other ways you use Microsoft Teams. But there is a feature where you can put in a different background. It kind of does that green screen effect. But you don't have to have a green screen behind you. It The software can figure that out, separate you from everything else. And so you can put any picture behind you. And uh, <laughs> in our uh, morning little huddle that's with my immediate close team, uh, we put some funny pictures behind us. And I had taken some photos of a great big garden spider. Uh, on the tomato plants. So I put that behind me as a background. <laughs> and of course, my coworker took a picture of it. And uh, that wound up on her Facebook page. But uh, no, in our meeting, I changed I, my background to uh, a picture from Monday night on the pontoon boat, uh, just looking out the front of the boat onto the lake. And different people that were in that meeting, and there were a lot of people, but several of them uh, started sending me instant messages. Where are you? Are you on a boat? What lake is that? Uh, and even the uh, our program director, <laughs> while she was talking, she made a comment and said, is there somebody on a boat right now? <laughs> oh, leave it to me to just kind of throw a... Throw something into the works. So uh, if you if you do use Teams, that may be a fun thing to do uh, for you. Uh, it may or may not be appropriate, but I'm sure it would be a fun thing to do. Oh, so looking forward to a weekend and getting some more chores done. Uh, trying to uh, get a few final things lined up. I mean, we're in September uh, I've got my tractor uh, closer to working. I've got to figure out what the last bug is that's not letting it run so I can get out there and get mowing done in the big fields. Uh, but uh, hopefully that will come this weekend. Well, tell you what, the topic I wanted to jump on today, and I was doing a little searching to uh, see if I can find something uh, that that may be relevant. Well, hopefully all my stuff is relevant to some extent to somebody. Uh, but, you know, we've had a lot of change this year. 
Mm. And uh, uh, some positions, some jobs, some companies have gone through some pretty serious change. Uh, some businesses are, are done. Uh, they're gone. They, uh, uh, they were knocked out uh, by the restrictions. Other companies have exploded. I mean, a year ago, no one had heard of Zoom. Um, now there, there was a, uh, uh, little meme thing I saw this week. I don't think I mentioned it here where, uh, it was like a child lamenting to his parent and saying, there's never going to be another snow day because we all have zoom now. And it's like, wow, that's true. And I've mentioned that to a, a friend of mine who's a teacher and, or works in a school. And I, I made that comment and she just kind of raised her eyebrows and nodded and said, yeah. Uh, the plan is that that will be a remote learning day. So the the idea of the snow day is uh, possibly done. So, but you got some some businesses have really taken off. Some careers have, uh, or or um, not careers, the uh, industries have expanded, and others have not. And you know, your job may have changed in a way that you're not overly happy with, or you know, it's just gone. So. If you need to make a career change, um, how do you go about doing that? Well, I found a website that's called thebalancecareers.com, and there was an article. Let me see. Who is the uh, author? Okay, it's Mike Profita, P-R-O-F-I-T-A. And uh, it was apparently it was an older article, and he updated it on February twelfth, twenty twenty. So this is actually you know before we had all the the uh, Corona um, pandemic and and stuff. It was that was just in the starting phases. But let me sit down my coffee for a second. Get repositioned here on the couch a little bit and just kind of share with you some of these 10 steps to a successful career change. And, you know, like he said here at the the beginning of his article, interested in a new career, people seek to change careers for many different reasons. Your career goals or values may have changed. You may have discovered new interests that you would like to incorporate into your job. You may wish to make more money or have more flexible hours, just to name a few. So, you know, some of the different, you know, reasons uh, why people change careers. Uh, a, a study that was done, what is this? Job list midlife career crisis survey. Okay, <laughs> that's an interesting title. Um, top five reasons people change careers. Better pay was 47%. Too stressful was 39 Better work-life balance, 37 Wanted a new challenge was 25%. And no longer passionate about the field was 23%. And jobless survey, uh, as far as uh, benefits of a career change, 77% said they were happier. 75% were more satisfied, 69% was more fulfilled, and 65% less stressed. Uh, those that changed for money, it says, had an annual uh, increase of about $10,800. So, if you are interested in a career change, 
What are some things that you need to do? Well, the first he has on the list is evaluate your current job satisfaction. And he says, keep a journal of your daily reactions to your job situation. Look for recurring themes. Which aspects of your job do you like and dislike? Are you dis are are your dissatisfactions related to the content of your work? the company culture, or the people with whom you work? While you're doing this, there are some things you can do at your current job to help prepare you to move on when there is time for a change. And there's a link to follow that, but I'm not going to do that today. So evaluate your current job for satisfaction. What do you like best about it? What do you hate most about it? What are things that may be a problem that, I guess, have you tried to change it? Or are you just lamenting, but you never try to change, you never address it, and you just want to change a career based on something that you haven't tried to change where you're at? You know, these are all things to consider. Evaluate your current job satisfaction. Number two, assess your interest, values, and skills. I talk about this all the time with people that are looking for some sort of a career change. Assess yourself. You know, what are your interests? What are your passions? What do you like to do in a job? It may be a great sounding job with a great title and lots of money, but if you really don't have an interest in what those job duties are, well, that would be a really stupid career move. Uh, What are your values? Are your values consistent with that, you know, uh, particular career or that particular company. You know, I love teaching, but there are certain departments at colleges or universities that probably would not be a good fit for me because there's a very different set of values that that I share compared to, you know, other folks uh, out there. So making sure that you, you know, you have something that's going to reflect your values and then skills. What is your skill set? Don't think of it as a job title. Think of it as a skill set. And what skills do you have in that area? And and that will, you know, if you do that kind of assessing, then you'll know, hey, I've got these skills or Ugh, I really don't have those skills. Maybe I better try this first, get some of those skills before I try jumping into it. Uh, Number three, consider alternate careers. Brainstorm ideas for career alternatives by researching career options and discussing your core values and skills with friends, family, and networking contacts. If you're having difficulty coming up with ideas, consider meeting with a career counselor for potential advice. So explore from other people or with other people what are some alternate careers that they think you would fit? Number four, check out job options. Conduct a preliminary comparative evaluation of several fields to identify a few targets with in-depth research. You can find a wealth of information online simply by Googling the job that interests you. You know, that's, that had a lot of, uh, you know, buzzwords in it. <laughs> I think they should have stuck with the title. Check out job options. Go looking for jobs. You think you want to do this? Go see what's out there. You know, um, 
That's one of the things that I did as I was finishing up my bachelor's degree. I started my job search, not necessarily going to apply for a specific job, but I needed to find out what was out there. The scary thing was I found that in my particular field, there weren't any job openings. And that led to a career change for me before I got the other career really started. Number five, get personal. Find out as much as you can about those fields and reach out to personal contacts in the sectors for an informational interview. This is basically going out and talking to people who have those kind of jobs to find out everything you can about it. Whenever I had my private practice, I would get phone calls pretty frequent requesting to meet with me uh, to talk about you know a career doing what I do. And I never charged for it. I always openly welcomed it uh, during the day or if I needed to meet in an evening. That was perfectly fine because you know that, that's, that's an important thing for people getting into the field. You want to make sure that this is really something you want to do. A good source of contacts for informational interviews is your local college uh, or your college alumni career network, uh, people who have graduated, people who are out there. I also say don't necessarily listen to your college instructors as far as what are the careers out there or what you need to do because it's very easy for them to get locked into the ivory tower part and not keep up as as solidly as, as maybe they think they are uh, on what's actually happening out there in the real world. Set up a job shadow or two. Shadow professionals in the field of primary interest to observe their work firsthand. Spend anywhere from a few hours to a few days job shadowing people who have jobs that interest you. A career, a college career office is a good place to find alumni volunteers who's willing to host job shadowing. Uh, so, you know, if you have that opportunity, and some careers are very open and welcoming of that. Others are not because of confidentiality that's, that may be involved. Um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, take your kid to school or take your kid to work day. I never could. Because <laughs> you know what? My counseling clients didn't want to have the the eight-year-old sitting in a corner of the room listening to them, probably with their mouth, you know, jaw dropped open going, oh, you know. So yeah, some jobs you can do that in, some you can't, but that's a great one. That's a great one. So you see what's really going on. Number seven, try it out. Identify volunteer and freelance activities related to your target field to test your interest. For example, if you're thinking of publishing as a career, try editing the PTA newsletter. If your interest is working with animals, volunteer at your local shelter. You know, look for volunteer opportunities in that field, especially if it's going to be one that's very, very different from what you're thinking about. Uh, let's see, take a class, investigate educational opportunities that can bridge your background to the new field. Yes, definitely do that. And what's amazing is there's a lot of online courses that you can take, uh, where, you know, you can, you can, um, do it at your own pace, at your own time. More and more colleges and universities are offering classes for free 
You don't necessarily get college credit for it, but you can take the classes for free. And, and that can give you, you know, some skills, some insights, some understanding, some learning, and an idea as far as, you know, what, what do you really need? Um, upgrade your skills. Look for ways to develop new skills in your current job, which may pave a way for a change. Offer to write a grant proposal if grant writing is valued in your new field. If your company offers in-house training, sign up for as many classes as you can. There are ways you can position yourself for a career change without having to go back to school. Yeah. Uh, In my field, there's all different kinds of workshops, and some of those you can get certified in. So when you do a career change, you can say, oh, by the way, I'm certified in this, in this, in this, in this, in this. So like for myself, if I was going to be changing, uh, applying for a new therapy job, I can say, well, I am certified in uh, uh, cognitive processing therapy with this many years of experience working in it. I'm uh, certified in... um, Cognitive behavioral therapy for chronic pain, chronic behavioral therapy for insomnia. Uh, you know, so you can, when you get those things, that looks good on a resume. It shows that you're staying up to date and it shows uh, a future employer, oh, I would love to have somebody who can do this and this and this and this. So uh, upgrading your skills, you can never go wrong if you get into a continuous habit of upgrading your skills. And then finally, consider a new job in the same industry. Consider alternate roles within your current industry, which would utilize the industry knowledge that you already have. For example, if you're a store manager for a large retail chain and you've grown tired of the evening and weekend hours, consider a move to corporate recruiting within the retail industry. Or if you're a programmer who doesn't want to program, consider technical sales or project management. So looking for things that you can switch into, do different things. I've seen a lot of people where I work with the VA that have switched from position to position to position over the past 12 years that I've been there. I've been in the same position. But um, but those who are, you know, able to relocate or uh, or they're down you know at the main location where we have our largest number of employees and and really career change opportunities you know many of them change every few years they uh, they're stair stepping and and or they're just doing lateral moves uh, which you know kind of shakes things up and keeps things interesting so um, you know the uh, so there there's 10 things to think about if you're thinking about a career change at this time. So neat ideas, good suggestions. Um, and uh, I guess that's going to wrap it up because I need to get outside and feed animals before work. <laughs> All right, everybody, you take care. Have a great one. And we will see you on Monday. Bye-bye.